Sports Radio 1043 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, here's Terry. Good morning. This is Terry Wickstrom, and we have got a full show for you today. It's that time of the year when we're going to talk a lot of fishing. In fact, uh, Mr. Nate Zielinski is going to join us early. He'll be on in just a few minutes because he's got some other activities going on that I'm sure he'll tell us about that you could go take part in. Um, we are going to take you down to a few different parks programs, and we're going to talk some shooting. We're going to talk some truck accessories today, and uh, we just got a full, full show with a lot going on. We're bringing back the Ask the Expert segment starting today. So we will answer our first question, and someone who sent a question in will get a $25 gift certificate today. And so make sure you tune in for that, and we'll tell you all about how you enter that during the show. You get your question answered on the show and get a $25 gift card. Before I bring Nate up, I want to make one quick comment. Um, The House Bill 1321 for funding of parks and wildlife was defeated in State Senate Committee a couple days ago. I just got back in town, so I didn't get to attend the proceedings. Um, It passed the House, the State House, in a bipartisan way, overwhelmingly. And then it got to the Finance Committee in the State Senate, and it was voted down on a three-to-two margin in the Senate Finance Committee, never got to the Senate floor. And a couple comments came out that really bother me. One is... The comments made by the state senators that voted down, I'm not going to get specific right now, made me feel they didn't understand the bill's content. Another one is that uh, they said the process was rushed. Well, if you haven't been living in a cave, we've been talking about this. We've had the director of Parks and Wildlife on two or three times since last year. I wrote a column, one of my columns in the Denver Post going all the way back to last year. Now, I'm not saying the bill wasn't flawed. I haven't had a chance to totally read the bill, and that's possible. But the fact that it passed overwhelmingly in the House and they failed to bring it to a vote, let it at least be debated on the Senate floor, really bothers me. Um, I would like the three, and they were all Republicans, and I'm not going to tell you my political affiliation, but most outdoor people tend to be conservative, um, voted against it. And I would like them to reach out to me. I would love to give them airtime to explain why they felt the way they did. So if you know any of these senators, the state senators that voted against this in that committee, um, have them contact me. Uh, my email is terrywickstromoutdoors at gmail. And I would be more than happy to have them come on and explain their thought process. Because I don't like paying more for hunting and fishing licenses either. But we need to fund our outdoor recreation. We're going to start losing access. And one of the senators on this committee um, was critical of the fact that they said that we would lose access if this wasn't passed. He tried to say we were 15, 16 months away from that happening. Well, I get news for him. We've already lost access. Um, Harvey Gap Reservoir is closed because of no money for ANS inspections. Bar Lake is on reduced hours because of no ANS inspections. Um, Jumbo was closed temporarily because of no ANS inspections. Some of the ramps at some of the other lakes have reduced hours. So I just would like 
I'm not saying they should have passed this bill, but it should have come up for debate, especially when it was overwhelmingly passed in the House of Representatives. Now I'm going to get off my soapbox, bring up one of our favorite people, Mr. Nate Zielinski, and we'll talk some fishing. Mr. Zielinski, I got a feeling you're going to be teaching some people to fish today. Absolutely, Terry. Uh, number one, I, I, I love seeing the, the little political talk. Uh, I just want to let you know I'm a huge fan, and uh, I think that everybody needs to voice their opinion. Everybody's been really quiet, and uh, I think that the, the voice has to be heard sooner than later because that's uh, it, it's it's our livelihood, and uh, it's the great outdoors. It's the heritage of, of everything in Colorado, and uh, it's at jeopardy. So, uh, yeah, I just want to tell everybody, voice the opinion. Don't be scared. It really is in jeopardy, Nate. Um, hunting and fishing are under attack all over the country. And people don't realize what they what they provide to the resources that for other outdoor activities, whether it's wildlife watching or hiking or camping. And, you know, and, and we need to do some things to preserve access. Number one reason people don't fish, hunt and camp more is access. And, yep. and we need to we need to get that taken care of. No, everybody, everybody stays quiet to avoid the uh, avoid the conflict. But uh, it, now's the time to, to be heard. There's no doubt about it. When I heard this process was rushed through. You know, Viz, I had the director on here last year talking about it. But anyway, Nate, you're out at Bar Lake today? I am. You know, Terry, we have a lot of stuff going on today. I'll tell you what, it's uh, it's, a, it's a great time to be a sportsman in Colorado. We keep talking about that, and there's a lot going on. Uh, you know, I've been on the water all week. We've been doing a lot of walleye fishing this week. We've been doing some pike fishing, doing uh, a lot of trout fishing. Um, literally everything's taking place. So we're excited about that. There's a lot of good opportunity out there. And, you know, warm days like we're going to have today are just going to accelerate, uh, you know, everything that we're doing as a fisheries here in Colorado. So we're excited about that. But I'm at Bar Lake. Uh, there's still time if anybody's out there. Uh, they have got a great lineup. It's their annual Bar Lake kind of state park fishing expo. Uh, I believe I'm the first guest speaker at 10 a.m. And we're going to be talking about walleye fishing. We're going to be talking about tactics you can do out here at Bar. Um, you and I always talk about how this is really one of the most underrated lakes out here. I mean, it's a phenomenal walleye fishery. A lot of people don't know that, and we're going to break down this fishery, talk about how you can catch walleyes here at Bar Lake. It's a great place to come, especially on a weekend like this when a lot of recreation is taking place on other lakes. You can come out here uh, to where you're not going to have the the boating traffic, the ski traffic, and all that type of stuff, and you can really uh, have a phenomenal day on the water here in a a very low-stress type situation. So great fishing here. Uh, That seminar, we're going to talk about all the details to be a better angler as well. So we're going to talk the traditional stuff, live bait rigging, lindy rigging, blade bait, jigging, um, all the stuff that a lot of people know about. But we're going to put a big focus on the details, the small little trends that a lot of people miss uh, that might hold them back from having those higher number days or catching those bigger fish. So big focus on that. And then uh, a huge shout out to our team. Uh, pretty much everybody on the team at Tightline right now is at Chatfield with a huge Boy Scout group. Uh, we're taking eight to 11 year old kids out. So they're all out at Chatfield right now catching walleyes. Uh, Ron Lowry set that up. So really excited to get a lot of youth into the outdoors at Chatfield. They're kind of taking turns. Uh, again, I think they're running four or five boats right now. So excited about that. Uh, and then coming up this afternoon at 4 p.m. is our Walleye Insanity Night Tournament. Where this is probably the, the most anticipated tournament of the year. Uh, it's 4 p.m. to midnight. And it's great because this really offers every angling style and opportunity at fish. There's a phenomenal structure bite at Chatfield right now. There's also a great night bite at Chatfield. So 
literally from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m., everybody's going to have the opportunity to catch some daytime fish on structure, traditional style fishing. Then you obviously have the suspended night bite that's going to take place, you know, roughly, say, 8 p.m. to midnight. So this tournament's going to allow every angler kind of uh, a spin of the dice at their greatest opportunity. So we're excited to see a lot of the weights that come in today, see some big fish, uh, and certainly see what's going on out there at Chatfield Reservoir. Now, what time did you say the weigh-in for that will be? The weigh-in is going to be at midnight. Uh, I know it sounds late, but I'll tell you what. If you guys want to come out, want to see a lot of fish, want to hear from the anglers that are out there catching these fish, possibly see some new techniques and really get 100% a a current update on the conditions out there, swing by the south boat ramp. We'll have a lot of lights on. We'll have coffee. I mean, it's a great spectator sport. We'll have some chairs for you. Swing by there at midnight at Chatfield South Marina, and you can watch the weigh-in process. The live weigh-in, you're going to see the fish. Uh, it should be an exciting time. You're going to see a, I think we're going to see a lot of limits out there tonight. That'll be awesome. If people want more information on your whole tournament series, Nate, is it on Tightline Outdoors on both Absolutely, your... tightlineoutdoors.com. We're working on doing a, a giant update on that. Uh, we had a phenomenal walleye league as well, and that's something that we kind of wanted to touch base on too real quick before we get into our topic is last Wednesday at Chatfield, we had our walleye league. This is a uh, kind of a neat thing that we're doing. We want to grow the sport of tournament angling, and there's a lot of new people to the sport or people that just don't really have the confidence to be a tournament angler per se, and they, they don't want to fish these bigger tournaments. So we started walleye league. So the first Wednesday of the month is at Chatfield. The third Wednesday of the month is at Cherry Creek. It starts at 5 p.m. and goes till sundown. So for these first couple of leagues, it's going to shut, shut down at 8 p.m. Uh, going forth in the summer, it'll be open until 8.30 to 9 p.m. It's a two-man team. It's $40 per two-man team, and it's the longest fish wins. Uh, you actually lay your fish on a bump board. You take a picture, send it in to us, uh, and we do 100% payout. So Thailand does not take a penny from this event. 100% of the payout goes back to the anglers fishing the event. Uh, so I think this week, this last week, I think we had 12 boats to Chatfield. Uh, first place was like 200-something dollars. And 150 for for second, and like 80 dollars or 100 dollars for third. Uh, consider it like a softball league or a bowling league for, for walleye fishermen. So really excited about that. All that'll be up on our uh, website here soon. But really encourage people if you want to get out, meet some people in the outdoors, learn about fishing, grow that strength. Uh, walleye league is a place, a great place to do it, and, and very inexpensive. All right, sir. Now you wanted to talk to the folks also about shallow water fishing. Is that the bite you're seeing? You know, we, we have that bite pretty much for all species right now. I mean, big lake trout are shallow, shallow right now, taking a variety of baits. Our biggest walleye right now are shallow waters fishing. Um, our biggest pike right now are shallow water. Our biggest rainbows are shallow. If you follow anything we're doing in Colorado right now, we're still catching some fish deep, but the biggest fish and definitely the most fish coming here in the next week or so, it's all about that shallow water bite. And I think we want to talk about this just for the fact that when I talk to Angus about shallow water fishing, it seems like there's a little bit of a crutch there. And a lot of people don't have the confidence to go shallow. You know, we talk walleye fishing and if they all go shallow and guys are in 10, 12 feet of water, when I say shallow, we're talking three, four, five feet of water. You know, you talk about lake trout guys, they say go shallow, and this guy goes, what's shallow, 30 feet, 40 feet? You know, and you're talking five, 10 feet. So everybody's kind of got that, that mindset of what shallow is and what deep is. But so many times, anglers are overlooking the opportunity at shallow fish. And I've said it once, and I'll say it a million times. Generally speaking, the shallower, the shallow fish of the species you're targeting will always be the most aggressive and generally speaking will probably be the biggest of the opportunity out there. So you want more aggressive fish, you want larger fish, 
don't overlook those shallow fish. Even if you start your day shallow and work yourself deeper, uh, every day you're on the water, just make sure you're focusing on trying to find the shallowest fish available. Just because, again, I just, it's going to present more opportunity and you'll catch more and bigger fish at the end of the day. Now, by the way, I, I want to comment on that. But before I do, your voice was stayed stayed on but cut in and out of volume a little bit. So I don't know what that was. But I want to really touch a point. I don't know if you ever got to meet or knew who Spence Petros was. He was a writer for Fishing Facts magazine for years and years, one of the most recognized fishing uh, educators in the country. And Spence used to always say that if if he didn't have some some reason to start out on a point or deep or on some deep structure or for suspended fish, if he was going to a new lake, he didn't know it, he always started shallow and worked deep just for the very reason you said that shallow fish tend to be there to feed. They're aggressive. You know, that's just where they're, they're going to be. I think Everybody used to beat the bank for fish until electronics became so popular. Now we get so hung up on thinking we have to find that spot on the electronics. And shallow fish, you're not going to see on your electronics, even if you're over them, because your cone's not big enough, and you have to fish for them. But, boy, if there's any indication they're shallow to all Nate, you have to go after them because they're going to be aggressive. What kind of tactics do you use? You know, I, even one of the hottest trends right now, it seems like, you know, swim baits or paddle tail style plastics seems to be the going trend. And that's a great way to approach these fish. You can take, uh, say, like a, a four inch or a three inch, like Havoc paddle tail or even like a Berkeley ripple shad. You can take that bait, you can really cast it and reel it back in, you know, a foot off bottom to cover water. Or you can take that same bait and work it like a jig or even swim jig it halfway in between. Or you can take a search bank like that. Search through that shallow water because you can't find them on the graph. Once you find some fish, I slow down and I break that little piece of structure down or break that area down uh, by fishing it more, more thoroughly. But, again, you're going to catch more fish at the end of the day. Even shallow water jerkbaits, pretty much everything in the state of Colorado will hit a jerkbait, say like a Cutter 90 or a Cutter 110. You can take that, that Berkeley jerkbait, cast it out, cover water, but you're going to find those shallow fish. And at the end of the day, you're going to be surprised at the quality and quantity of fish you catch at the end of the day. All right. We're going to have to let you go, but I know you're out at Bar Lake today, and that's a lake people need to get out to hear your seminars and by the way i know there's a 10 horsepower limit at bar lake but boy you get your big boat out there if you have a kicker or if you have a good electric trolling motor you can fish it well and it is an underrated fishery a great day to come out there and listen to the seminars learn about bar lake let meet you guys but now if somebody's looking and they had to pick one place to go fishing tomorrow it's going to be a beautiful day it's going to be the fourth day of a warming trend we don't have a cold front moving in yet where would you send them I'll tell you what, the, the walleye bite at Chatfield Instruction is phenomenal, and the, uh, the bass and the walleye bite at Pueblo is phenomenal. Those are probably the two hottest bites we have right now. We're getting set for our bass tournament next weekend at Pueblo. Uh, so that front range bite, these fish have just moved up. There's a lot of big fish out there. Uh, I would definitely try to take advantage of that while these fish first moved up. They're uneducated, uh, and they're very, very vulnerable and feeding heavy. All right. Nate, we'll talk to you next week at your normal we'll time. Thank you. All right, Nate Zielinski joining us early today because he's got some commitments out at Bar Lake. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by the great folks at Honey Smoked Fish Company. Their honey smoked salmon is off the charts. The secret is in the fire. Terry Wickstrom is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports. 
Colorado's largest ATV and motorcycle dealer. We are going to go right to the phones. And joining us from one of my favorite bodies of water in the state, really. I love this place. Uh, Navajo Reservoir, we have Rob Carter. Good morning, Rob. Hello, Terry. How are you today? You know, I'm doing fantastic. It's beautiful up here. I would assume it's even more gorgeous down there. It is today. It's a little windy, but that makes some of the sailboaters quite happy, too. You know, it's such a large body of water. You know, for Rob, for people who maybe are new to the area or just weren't even aware of Navajo, why don't you tell them where it's located and describe it? Okay. Uh, well, Navajo is right between Pagosa Springs and Durango. It's about 20 miles south of on Highway 160. Uh, from Denver, you know, you're looking about a six-hour six drive. Uh, the, the park is, is a- absolutely gorgeous. I mean, the lake is a little over 30 miles uh, long. It's got 150 or 15,600 acres of, of surface. About 3,000 of those are in in Colorado, the majority of the lake is in New Mexico. But the uh, state park, not only having the, the reservoir, we have 138 campsites. Uh, some were primitive campsites, all the way up to full hookups with the RVs. And we also have three real nice, you know, log cabins. Uh, we have mountain bike uh, trails. We have some horseback riding trails. Of course, the boating and fishing is just phenomenal. And we do even have a fleet of, of boats that we rent. Well, it it is just a fantastic, and I want to talk hit a little more on some of what you talked about. First of all, we'll get to the fishing because that's going to be my main focus, but let's talk about some of the other things there too. First of all, the marina, I believe, is the only marina that's actually operated by Colorado State Parks and Wildlife. Is that right? Yes, sir, that is correct. And you guys have a lot. You mentioned some rental boats. Tell people if they come down what you have available for rent. We have... Uh... 18-foot pontoon boats. Those boats will rent for 325 for a full day, $200 for a half day. We have 22-foot pontoon boats, which uh, seat 10 people, and they rent for $25 more, 350 for the full day and 250 for the half day. And we also have a Tahoe, we call it a ski fishing boat, which is uh, will hold up to eight people. It has a V6 motor, so it's a little more powerful. And, and for somebody who wants to cover the lake, look at it all, uh, do a little bit of skiing or towing it with a tube, that's, that's a great boat and also good good for fishing. And then we have a 30-foot party hut, which is, is good for, for, for groups. It'll hold up to 14 people. It has a, a porta potty, has a barbecue grill on it. So it's a real fun boat. Oh, and it's what a great place because you mentioned how it's like almost 30 miles long and it has the little coves and all the places to go in and out. I hear it described a lot like a, a little smaller version of Lake Powell, but boy, you can have some of those coves all to yourself. You know, Terry, that's right. I mean, it, even on a busy weekend, a Fourth of July weekend, when, you know, we get a lot of boats launching, the lake is so big and so many coves, you can easily get away and have a, you know, a private private spot to have your lunch or to fish or and, and get away from the crowds. Well, and another thing, too, is if you're just not into camping or maybe you couldn't get a reservation to come down there, and it's a beautiful place to camp, but you're not that far from places like Durango and things where you can get a motel room and just drive a few minutes and be at the lake and make it a, a you know a multiple a variety of activities on the trip. Now, before we get to the fishing also, you you and I talked. This is something I haven't done down there, but you get a lot of people that come down just for the trails and for the hiking. Yes, sir. We, we have several trails here at the at the park. 
we've got uh, you know our nature trail hike, which is is on the park, and then we have a Rosa Trail or Windsurf Beach. We have our Sambrito Wetlands, which is a is a super trail where you can see quite a bit of of wildlife. The Chimney Rock is a great hike. And we even have uh, some horseback riding trails off of, of 500 over there on the Piedra and San Juan Rivers. All right. Now, let's let's get to the fishing a little bit here because it's phenomenal. By the way, folks, if you want to know more about Navajo Reservoir, um, I did an article for the Denver Post a while back. That's posted on my Facebook page if you scroll down, or you can go to the Denver Post and search that article. I also have a television show on my YouTube channel right now where um, George Large from In Fisherman and I went down and fished Navajo Reservoir for bass and pike. And it was right around this time of the year we went down there, so it's very timely. And you can find that on my YouTube channel, The Best of Fishing with Terry Wickstrom, or you can go to my Facebook page, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, for that too. And it's it's uh, you'll see a post that will take you to a link right to it. I um I have fished the lake on a couple occasions, and it is an incredible fishery. Rob, tell people the species that are available there. Well, we have a variety of fish. We have right now the crappie fishing is great, the pike, a very large pike. I mean, up in the forty inch range. Uh, we have smallmouth bass, there's trout, good brown trout fishing, cat fishing, kokanee salmon. So there's a variety of, of fishing to be had here. Well, and you mentioned the crappie fishing. It is phenomenal down there. Uh, I didn't do too much of the crappie fishing when I was down there, but I've heard from a number of people what uh, what great fishing it is for crappies. And the smallmouth bass, at one time, the Colorado State record came out of Navajo, which was in excess of five pounds. And I've caught some extremely large smallmouth down there. Also has a good population of largemouth bass. It's a very popular bass fishing lake. But I'll tell you what, if you want some action this time of the year, you get back in those coves and start throwing some big stick baits, and you're going to do well on those pike, won't you? Absolutely. And they're really in those bays. And there's, there's some giant ones. You know, and I've caught, we caught numbers of pike when we were down there. This was a few years ago, and we caught some nice ones. We didn't catch a giant one, but, boy, we had constant action, caught a lot of them. What I've heard over the last few years is the because of an increase in forage and good conditions, that those pike have really gone through a growth spurt. Is that right? Yes, sir, they have. I mean, it's really not uncommon to see people catching those in the 36 to 40-inch range. And that's a nice fish anywhere. And, you, and you'll catch numbers of pike. You know, you'll catch a numbers of small ones, too. But you can just have a blast. And I caught what was probably a four-pound four smallmouth while I was throwing stick baits for those big pike. And then when I was fishing deep for the smallmouth with a, with a jig, believe it or not, we caught a, a very large catfish. There's quite a population of catfish there. There is, and there's good, good-sized catfish. Any last things you want to make sure people know? I mean, uh, when they come down there, are there any particular boat ramp hours or anything they need to be aware of? Yeah, there are, uh, after Memorial Day, the, the marina will be open from 8 until 6, and on the weekends will be open until 7 o'clock. For A&S inspection, if they're bringing a boat down from another water that has not been inspected, the A&S inspection will be open from 8 to 4 for inspections, but there's also a self-service that they can go through if they come in earlier or later. All right, and it is a beautiful, beautiful reservoir, Rob, and people need to get down there and take advantage of it. What would you say? Is it about five and a half hour drive from Denver? 
Yes, sir. Yeah, about five and a half, six hours. A number of ways you can come and come over Highway 285, or you can take the interstate uh, I-25 and cut over five walls and bird. But it, it's a it's an easy weekend drive. Oh, it is, and it's a it's a place where you want to go for more than a day anyway. It's so beautiful, and explore that lake. You know, even if you don't wet a line, if you want to go water skiing or just go boating, you've got so much room there. It's a fantastic body of water, fantastic park in general. Rob, thank you so much for joining us. You bet, Terry. You have a great weekend. Thank you. You bet. That's um, Rob from uh, Navajo Reservoir. I Really a great. You know, seriously, I mentioned my Facebook page on that while well, we were talking to Rob. You want to follow a lot of the things we cover on this show. You should like Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook. If we have a special um, a special interview coming up, we'll give you a heads up on our Facebook page. If we do a Tackle Talk, we'll do a link back to that podcast so you can hear the gear we were talking about. Every time I write, I write a column every week for the Denver Post. There's a link to my Denver Post column on the Facebook page. Every time we post new television shows, you know, we did 22 series of television, and then we have our our um, YouTube channel, The Best of Fishing with Terry Wickstrom, and every time we we post a new show up there, we put it on our Facebook page so you can just see that something new has been added and go right to it. And then we, you know, there's also information on how to take advantage of our new Ask the Expert segment. We did this years ago, and we quit it for a couple of years. We brought it back. The Ask the Expert is where you... Uh, send us your question. If we choose to answer it on the air, you get a $25 gift certificate from Sportsman's Warehouse just for sending it in. Now, we're going to start. We're going to answer our first question today in the second hour, I believe. So what you do, if you go to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook, there's all the instructions there on how to enter. You send us an email, and we need certain information so we can get you a reward. And we want lots of questions, because even if we don't particularly answer yours on the air, if we get a lot of related questions, we know it's a subject we need to cover on this show more. So participate in the Ask the Expert, both for programming and for a chance to win a $25 gift card from uh from Bass Pro Shops. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by the great folks at Sun Power Sports. They're a Colorado's largest motorcycle and ATV dealer. Sportsman's Warehouse is brought to you in part. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sportsman's Warehouse, America's premier outfitter. Let's go right to the phones. Joining us from Mueller State Park is Linda Grote. Good morning, Linda. Morning, Terry. Is it? You know, I've been. I was just talking to a Rob down at Navajo, and I got a feeling this beautiful sunny weather is set in across the state. Is that the case at Mueller? It is beautiful blue sky today. Gorgeous day. Well, and you have such beautiful scenery and terrain at Mueller. I can't can't imagine that. What a day it'd be to drive down and just take a hike. For people that are new to the area, why don't you tell them where Mueller is located? And let's talk a little bit about the amenities. Okay. Mueller is on the west side of Pikes Peak, um, and it's not really that far away. It's only 45 minutes from the west side of Colorado Springs. So you take Highway 24 up through Woodland Park, and then you turn south like you're going to Cripple Creek, and um, we're on Highway 67. We are a mountain park, so we're high elevation. It's average of 9,600 feet. Um, a lot of hiking, camping, horseback riding, mountain biking, um, lots of activities go on here we do not have any big reservoirs however we only have um, some small ponds but there is some minimal fishing that can be done here Um, so it's mostly mountain landscape we have 
44 miles of trails. So most people come here, go for hikes. Go for hikes or a picnic or just a, you have some group picnic areas too, don't you? We do. We have several. And then people do people use those for events like family reunions and weddings and things. Yes, that can be arranged. Um, yeah, you can uh, have a, a big family picnic, or uh, we have uh, some weddings that go on. We do not have a big picnic shelter, so there's not a shelter. So you'd be you're at the mercy of the elements, is what okay. you're saying. Yes. <laughs> but in the summertime, it's always pretty good. So. You know, and speaking of the trails and the terrain too, if I remember right, there's a tremendous amount of wildlife watching there too. Yes. This is a beautiful wildlife park. Um, we have elk, deer, bear, mountain lion, birds. I'm a birder myself, so we have all kinds of wildlife here. Um, this habitat's been in kept in really good shape. It was uh, some, a cattle ranch historically, and then we turned it into a park, so it's never been developed very much. So it's like wilderness. You can get a quarter mile off the main road, and you feel like you're in the wilderness. So. And how many, how many campsites do you have there? We have 134 campsites, and it's busy all summer, so we highly recommend making reservations online or or through the reservation system. Now, you've added some special type of camping there that has to do with horseback riders. Tell people about that. We do, and we're really excited about that. Um, We opened two campsites. We built them last summer, and they are equestrian campsites only. So you can camp right next to your horse. It's in the livery area next to the historical barns, which uh, we do allow um, the horses to be kept in the indoor stalls in the barns as well. But uh, we designed them with horse comfort, well, horse owner comfort in mind. So your horse is there, the water is right close, you're camping right where you can see your horse, right next door, the campsites are beautiful, of course a typical fire ring and picnic table and all that you would expect, um, restroom right there, so it's, it's very convenient. Now, you said you don't have a lot of a big water feature there. Um, it's obviously not a fishing destination park if you were just looking for a fishing trip. But if you go to Mueller for all the other things it has to offer, those ponds do offer some great fishing recreation, and they're really good for kids. That's for sure. We have one pond um, in the developed area right close that we stock all summer with rainbow trout. So that Every day in the summer, the campers are using that and enjoying catching some rainbows. Um, And then we do have a couple of ponds in the backcountry. Take a little hike, well, two and a half miles to get to those ponds. But we have brook trout in those, and they are not very well fished. So they're very eager and and fun to catch. No, it is a great great outdoor experience. Now, you have an event coming up at Mueller that I'm just really excited about, and I believe it's going to be on uh, May 20th, and it's an Outdoor Skills Day. Tell me about that. That's right. It's in two weeks, so May 20th, as you said, it's a Saturday from 10 till 3. Um, Outdoor Skills Day, our our goal with this event is to have people try out new outdoor activities. So we have um, partners and all kinds of experts coming to help folks try a new hobby for a new for the first time. So we have target shooting of all kinds. We'll shoot 22s, BB guns, um, shotguns, and archery. And you can have expert instruction from either CPW staff or um, some of our great partners like Bass Pro, um, South Platte Fly Shop, um, Mule Deer Foundation. We just have all the the typical uh, conservation organizations help us in this. Pheasants Forever is another big one. 
Um, so they will help you shoot a gun for the first time if you never have, or learn to shoot archery, or fishing too. Um, we'll have both bait fishing and fly fishing. Now, if people come, they don't need to bring their own gun. Is that right? No, we we ask that you don't. We will have all the equipment um, ready to go, and. Um, well, I'll tell you yeah, what, if you, if you have a youngster you'd like to introduce to shooting, here's a chance with a BB gun to let them just feel comfortable and it's in a controlled environment that's safe, that's very good. And if they're a little older, maybe a 22, and then uh, I think is there, I think you do have an age limit on the shotgun, I think. Yeah, we, we recommend 12 and up for the shotgun, um, but the BB guns, we do let the younger kids uh, shoot with those. And so yeah, we're real careful, and they definitely get one-on-one instruction when they when they have their hands on it, and um, it's very safe. If I'm not mistaken, you have a pretty nice archery range that's available all the time on the park. Is that right? No, actually, not all the time. Um, I have the equipment, but we just set it up for events. So it's okay. only on special events, or or groups can actually reserve if they wanted a program on archery. We could arrange that as well. All right, and if they want more information, this is May twentieth. Two weeks from today, skills event. I'm sure it's on the website. Is that right? Yes. It's on our park website. It's also on our Facebook page. So, and just earlier, we have Facebook and we we plug all our upcoming events. Is is parks going more to the Facebook because it's easier to keep updated? We are. We're doing more and more on Facebook all the time. And your Facebook page, is it just Mueller State Park or? Yes. I mean, CPW has a Facebook page as well as a lot of the individual parks do as well. All right. Well, Linda, thank you so much. Sounds like a terrific event for people to get out and take advantage of it. What a day to what a way to spend the day outdoors for all ages. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. All right. That's uh, Linda Grote from Colorado Parks and Wildlife at Mueller State Park. Uh, just a great place with great activities. This Skills Day has me excited because it gives you a chance to go do some shooting. Uh, whether it's uh, firearms or BB gun or archery, do a little fishing. Um, they're going to just have skills and really teach you and get you introduced to a lot of these things. So it's a, it's, it really, truly is a great, great activity. Terry Works from Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sportsman's Warehouse, America's premier outfitter. Terry Wicks from Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoked Fish. Their honey-smoked salmon is unbelievable. The secret is in the fire. Let's go right to the phones now. Joining us, a longtime partner to this show. You know, Darren, we've been talking over the last few weeks that we've some old partners from the show have come back, uh, Sportsmen's, Sun Power Sports, uh, Honey Smoked Salmon, that were quite, you know, they were partners for a long time, and now they've come back to the show. Uh, there's only been a, a, a handful of sponsors that have ever been true partners to this show and A&A Toppers has truly been one of those. How long? It must be well over a decade, I know, that you guys have been a partner to the show. Yeah, I think we uh, we talked about this here a couple months back. We were talking with a customer, and it's exactly 14 years, Terry, that you and I have known each other and become friends as well as some uh some business partners so it's been a it's been a great run well i want to get into a few things that a and a but before i do that first of all i did tease earlier that before this segment is over darren's going to give you a way i believe darren that you're going to give him an opportunity to save two hundred dollars on a snug top is that right we won't tell him how yet but is that right yeah yeah no you know our 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 snug top rep corky volp you've met him at the shows and cork wanted to just extend an offer to your listeners that if you're ready to go 
get ready for this spring and summer fishing trips up in the mountains or out on the plains and you want to get that stuff covered, Snubtop wants to give an extra incentive and uh, give your listeners $200 off. Normally it's about $100, but uh, all your listeners are going to get $200 off if you come and mention uh, mention it. So it's the premier, nicest topper out there, and they're going to give you a little deal on it. We'll talk more about them in a minute, but I want to kind of talk about one of the reasons. There's a couple things that have made you a terrific partner at A&A to this show. One is the fact that, you know, you help me outfit my truck with accessories to make sure it's truly an outdoor vehicle. Not only is it going to suit my needs when I'm outdoors, but you make it look so good. You just add the little touches that just take the truck over the top. I hear over and over again how good-looking the truck is, and you guys do that for me. And the other thing, though, is the support from you and Greg at the Greg at the uh, Kofax store and you at the Broadway store have for the outdoor public. Um, to, you know, you're involved with a number of the people that people here on the show. Plus, you've encouraged a number of your manufacturers to get involved in the outdoors on a national level. And people need to understand you guys really are there to serve the outdoors, aren't you? Well, it's it, it's fun. It's the reason why we live in Colorado. It's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, state here, and we love the activity that it provides. And you know, with the pickup trucks that we can help you outfit, it's 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 good to work hard, play hard, and go enjoy the Colorado outdoors. And yeah, you want your pickup truck to look like your own. You buy it from the car dealer, and then you you want to make it look like that's the Wickstrom mobile, and that's the other mobile, and you just you want to make it look like your own and outfit it for the uh, for Colorado. And not only look like your own, but you want to also, everybody does their activities a little different. You know, I always joke that I have that snug top topper on my truck. And because of that, I'm able to keep fishing gear for whatever season it is in the back of the truck at all times in case I have to make an emergency stop and fish. Yeah, but, but, but seriously, you know, whether you're hauling gear or other activities, take people through not just toppers, but all the different things you could do for an outdoorsman to help outfit his truck. Yeah, I mean, obviously the toppers and the covers, and not just toppers, but the flat tonneau covers. If you don't like the topper and you want to get just something for the bed, obviously we have the tonneau covers because, you know, we always talk about this. We put a lot of money into our gear, and we want to keep it safe and secure out of uh, out of prying eyes, out of the weather. You know, that's just, that's just what we do. But, uh, you know, protection for the bed, protection for the truck. I mean, you know, the weather tech liners that you've talked about a lot to protect, I, you know, these, these vehicles – Pickups are expensive, and you want to you want to protect them and and get them to to look right. Entry assistance on the sides, the Nerf bars, the running boards. Um, you know, we do the clear bras and the window tint. It's a sunny state here, so if you need to get that window tint done, you can get that done done as well. It's 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 just been great partnering with all the listeners of yours. And like I said, get outdoors, and we can help your vehicle get there in a in a better, more stylish way. You know, another thing that you guys do that um, has really become popular. Now, you've done this for quite a while, and that's the vault systems that go inside your top or inside your truck. Uh, at one time, I mean, everybody's always liked them, but they were quite expensive. You found some suppliers that make some really great vault systems, and they're much more reasonably priced now, too. Yeah, you remember going back 8, 10 years with the other guys, and we still sell those, but instead of being two or $3,000, a lot of these are only in the... Seven hundred to a thousand dollar range, and it's that added security. If you've got a nice bow, you've got nice fly rods, fishing rods, um, you know, especially guns. Uh, if if you want that added security where it's up and out of the way and extra lockability, uh, the Cat Pack Sport, which Lear Locker has been labeling with the Lear line, but we also sell them for every single truck topper. That's something I would Google Cat Pack, 
and look at what they have. And then also the new decked system that goes in the bottom of the bed that is once again added security and vault systems that can get that, that nice gear out of, uh, out of prying eyes. Well, and uh, you mentioned a couple other accessories, too, that I want to hit back on. One is different types of bed liners. We have that rug-type bed liner in my truck because, you know, I don't haul a lot of um, rough stuff. I mean, my ice fishing hut is about the heaviest thing or my kayaks that I put in the back. But I do crawl up in my truck quite a bit when I'm hauling stuff. And at my age, that rug cover on my knees is so good, Darren. Oh, Oh, I've talked so many people into it. They just didn't know it existed. Their eyeballs get big. Oh, that's so much nicer than the hard, uncomfortable stuff. It's it's padded. It's got a lifetime warranty on it, and it's durable. If you rip it or tear it, they give you a brand new one, so you get the comfort and the durability. I I like you. I've got a bed rug in the back of my brand new F-150 as well. I love it. No, they're just fantastic. And the other thing that I have fallen in love with is my WeatherTech floor mats. Um, I, out ice fishing this year, you know, a lot of the lakes in Colorado, uh, we get nice, sunny, warm days, even though there's good ice and there's always mud on the shore. And I don't care what you do. You can't not walk through mud to get back to your truck. And there's just no place to clean it off. You do the best you can. But with those uh, weather techs, I can not worry about it. I mean, I try to clean up the best I can, but I know some mud's going to get in there. When I get home, I take them out and hose them off and it keeps it from getting anywhere else in the truck. I really love the weather tech mats. Yeah, liners, I mean, with the amount of money we're spending on these pickups today, people ask, what else should I get? I said, protect your investment. So WeatherTechs and the new Husky liners that are out there, that's a very, very good way with you know, wading boots and muddy boots and whatever we do out there, you want to you wanna keep that dirt off that, uh, interior of that interior of that truck. Now, the other thing I want to mention, a few of the things you've added that we put on my truck on a regular basis, one is the vent shields, and they don't seem like much, the little shields that go over the window. First of all, they add a line and a style to the truck that make it look just beefier and nice and gives it a real high-end look. But they also, you can roll your window down partway when you're going out through a mountain road, even if there's a little rain, and get a little fresh air coming through. I love the vent shields. And then the other thing is, uh, you know, getting in and out of the trucks, I like having a step. And you guys have a great selection of different steps to get in and out of the truck. Yeah, these trucks are getting taller and bigger. And if we want to go hit that off-road and get to that fancy spot that nobody else knows about because they can't get to it, you know, these trucks are lifted up in the air a little bit to get that sidebar access, you know, running boards with the new power boards that power down. Um, Yeah, we got all kinds of, of side accessories as well. Now, Let's get back to Snug Top. Snug Top is the Cadillac of truck toppers. You've had a Snug Top on my truck for years. Uh, it, they're just beautiful. They're wonderful. They're stylish. And you guys do such a great job of installing them. So what's the deal? Now tell people again how long and how do they get the $200 off. Yeah, that's just something that Snug Top wanted to extend. So if you are in the market and you're looking to get a high quality, that Snug Top makes the nicest shell out there. We've got brands all the way from our ranch, which is just an entry-level topper. If you're not looking to spend a ton of money, obviously Lear as well, and we'll be happy to take care of your listeners with all of them. But Snug Corky stepped up and just wanted to do a special deal for your listeners and say anybody that wants to come in and buy the nicest shell out there is uh, is going to get $200 off any Snug Top here at A&A Toppers, and he wants to do that for the uh, entire month of May. The entire month of May. So we'll be talking about that all month then. But get in and take a look at them. Tell them how they find A&A Toppers if they want to come look at the Snug Tops, Darren. Yeah, we're uh, we're available. I want to mention real quick is Yeti stuff, too. Oh, yeah. Yeti coolers, you know, I, I, I want to mention that real quick. They're, they just had a sale literally this week. They have, they've always been a little 
I guess pricey, but they are super, super nice. But there's a big discount on Yeti cooler and Yeti accessories, those Rambler cups. I just want to make sure that if your listeners are looking at uh, that, that they can come to A&A for those, uh, the Yeti Rambler cups as well. I want to make sure we, we get that in. You can find us. Easiest way is on that Google. Just Google AA Toppers. We will pop right up, aatoppers.com. Be happy to help any of those listeners, and hopefully all those listeners go out and have a great spring and summer and catch a bunch of fish. You and I got to get back on the water one day soon. That's a long overdue, my friend. Oh, it really is, Darren. Thank you so much for joining us. You're great. Have a great weekend. You bet. Darren from A&A Toppers. Just go to aatoppers.com. You know, I know that came across as a little bit of an infomercial, but trust me, folks, the right gear when you're enjoying the outdoors is important. That's why we spend time on it on this show, and we really take a look at our sponsors and make sure they're quality people with quality products because to enjoy your outdoor experience you need the right equipment the right gear and your truck accessories are a huge part of that and we're going to take a time out here in a minute we're going to be joined by austin parr he's a local guide what tremendous young fisherman i had him appear with us at the international sportsman's exposition here just uh this earlier this year he's going to update us kind of around the area him and i are going to take you around and and really take you through some fishing so we will do that after we take a after we take a um, quick time out. Remember that Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoked Fish Company. Their honey smoked salmon is unbelievable. The secret is in the fire.